Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. I've seen so many people have nothing more than emotional experiences with God. As God draws them, and they have these emotional experiences, and they come down here, and they weep, and they cry, and, but nothing changes. And the reason nothing changes is that there's actually never a decision to submit. That there's never a decision to trust Him, to acknowledge that there can only be one God. Anyone knows that you need to eat more than sugar to stay healthy. Today, Pastor Robert shares that just like your physical body isn't sustained by dessert, your faith requires more than emotional experiences. You'll learn that without a firm foundation, your faith won't be able to help you weather the storms of life. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 7 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Now, we're going to pause right there for just a minute, and I want to remind you, this is Jesus Christ talking to us. This is Jesus himself, and he says many people who think they're on good terms with him actually are not. And, and this comes right after him warning us about wolves who appear to be sheep, wolves who are dressed up like sheep. So that makes it even more sobering and significant. In the first instance, he's telling us that we need to be looking at the fruit in the lives of other people before we choose to submit ourselves to their leadership. You need to be examining the fruit in another person's life before you embrace their teachings, before you buy into their doctrinal positions, their interpretations of Scripture and that kind of thing. But now he's turning his spotlight toward us. He says you need to look at your own life. You need to take a good hard look at yourself. And he warns us that the presence of obvious external fruit is not necessarily adequate evidence of our safety. He said it doesn't matter that you've prophesied in his name or cast out demons in his name or done many wonders in his name. If you have persisted practicing lawlessness, then Jesus says 
that should tell you that there's a problem. That your evil, flawed human nature has not yet been changed through the power of his Holy Spirit. You know, one of the things that we've talked about is the notion that human beings are basically good is not a biblical notion. It's not a correct idea. What the Bible teaches us over and over and over again is that all human beings are flawed. And common sense tells us that, right? I mean, we kind of know, we even say nobody's perfect. Well, if nobody's perfect, then everybody's messed up. And that's exactly what the Bible teaches us. And until there's a transformation, until the Creator recreates, that flawed human nature remains very much in control of our lives. But when, when we invite God to be the God of our lives, when we invite Him to take over, when we ask Him, you know, Lord, please forgive me and change me and give me life, and then He does. He puts His Spirit inside us. If we're sincere about being led by him, then he will lead. If we're sincere about our acknowledgement, our recognition that we need to be transformed, that we need to be recreated, well, then he will recreate. You know, when I was a young man, um, I've shared the story so many times, I had, a, had an encounter one night with a witch. I, was, I went out after work with my, my boss and, and a project manager, and um, we went to this little place. It was kind of like a pub in Atlanta. And uh, long story short, I ended up having a couple of beers with this young accountant who turned out to be a full-on Satan worshiper and spent the next hour and a half trying to convert me. Um, and... Honestly, I, I mean, I didn't know Jesus. I had no relationship with God. She was pretty, so I listened. It was that kind of deal. And not only that, but I invited her out a second time. So my, um, I was living with an aunt and uncle at the time, and my aunt got wind of the whole thing, and she decided I needed an appointment with her pastor, which was probably a pretty good call on her part. And uh, she invited him over, and he came and spent a couple of hours with me, and and uh, I remember sitting there, you know, he, he, uh, he had me in a chair in, in the middle of a, they had a spare bedroom. So, you know, I'm sitting there and he's praying over me, talking with me, and we're praying together, you know, all this. And I'm kind of going along with whatever he says. And at the end of the whole thing, he says to me, Robert, I really hope this has been more than just an emotional experience for you. And I remember kind of, you know, surprised me. I'm like, hmm, you're not buying this, are you? But I remember thinking, I don't totally know what he means by this. I do now. Because I've seen so many people have nothing more than emotional experiences with God. As God draws them, and they have these emotional experiences, and they come down here, and they weep, and they cry, and but nothing changes. And the reason nothing changes is that there's actually never a decision to submit. That there's never a decision to trust him. 
to acknowledge that there can only be one God. Only one supreme being. Only one sovereign creator of heaven and earth. There can only be one who's in control. And so many times, God draws you toward complete trust, complete surrender, if you will, but you hold back because there's just that one thing that you're just not sure. I mean, I, I believe you're there, and I believe you're good, but I'm not sure your plan is as good as mine in this particular area. I'm not sure you're not going to ask me to live the rest of my life in poverty, or I'm not sure that you wouldn't ask me to live the rest of my life alone. I remember clearly the day that I closed my Bible and said, I'm not giving up sex, and I have no intention of ever marrying again, so, and I just rejected God. In that moment. And sometimes we don't even realize that's what we're doing. Sometimes you have, some of you have rejected Jesus without even realizing you were rejecting Jesus. You just made a decision that you were going to do it your way in spite of what the Bible teaches. And so in verse 24, Jesus continues the same, same train of logic here. He says, therefore, therefore, because Many are going to say to me, Lord, Lord, I did this, I did that, and, and I'm going to say, yeah, but I never knew you, so go away. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. And so it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time as you tune in? As we continue to produce programs and spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is! 
We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.